0: Welcome to the Harmonics Podcast. We're back, Jack. We got a, 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 a great episode today. We have a special guest, Mr. James Hetfield from Metallica. Hey, yeah! Ooh! Oh! And uh, another special guest, uh, James Hetfield's lovely girlfriend, Emily Gabriel.
1: <laughs> We're so happy to be here.
0: Yeah! Uh, <laughs> uh, Emily is our actual guest. <laughs> We were
2: just we were just pretending to be James Hetfield. Right.
1: Uh, Which we James, do quite But often, I am actually. James Hetfield's yeah. actual girlfriend. Right. That's <laughs> should, a lot that's of money. why it's funny.
0: Yep. Uh no, I don't know if people Oh god, I wish if we had planned, we never planned uh, Nick, there is a there is a, a James Hetfield soundboard that that exists on the internet and it's amazing. I people should look it up. Uh that's basically what these guys were just doing. I think it is jameshetfieldsoundboard.com. Probably and it's amazing uh, cuz it it breaks down all of his best uh exclamations like okay. uh, oh yeah see if it see if it works on an iphone probably doesn't uh, but uh like like uh there's one one sound sample give me foo and the other one is give me fa and then the
2: third one is give me dabba za, <laughs> and it actually spells out dabba za. it sounds a little bit more like james brown when you do it yeah uh, I, was, or, going I <laughs> was going for Mr. There's T. Or maybe Mr. T. I was going for Mr. T. There's a fine line between Mr. T and James Hetfield. <laughs> um,
0: but Emily, Emily, hey, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing really well.
0: Thanks. Uh, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm good. Uh, i got a sinus infection. I'm working through it. Boring. Okay. I'm on my fifth day out of five on antibiotics, so okay. uh, well, it should be you're taking the full up. cycle. That's the yes, important part. Yes, it's the full right? cycle. I'm um, just about done with my cycle, so everything's good little bit of a sore throat, mm-hmm. it's fine. Well, it doesn't show. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad my sore throat doesn't show. <laughs> that would be gross. Um, I guess before we get into things, I would say who else is here. We got uh, Aaron. Hi. Jessa. Hi. James Hetfield. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and Nick Chester. Hey. <laughs> and me. Uh, John Drake will be joining us in moments. Who's to say? He said 10 minutes. We'll, we'll, we'll check him on that. Um, no, but we wanted Emily to come because uh, we actually have a whole lot of job openings here at Harmonix Music Systems. A whole lot of them.
1: Yeah, many. How many would you say? I would say 27. What?
0: She would say 27. I
2: would have guessed 15, and I would have been off by a cool dozen.
0: Well, the, the trick is, and Emily can talk about this, but the trick is that even though there's an opening on the site... It might not be a single opening. We might That's be looking right. for multiples of the same job. You're, you're
1: exactly oh. correct,
0: Eric. I know. Sneaky. How crazy is that? Yeah. Uh, so uh, tell us about, first of all, tell us what your job here is because you're not just like the hiring manager. You do a ton of
1: stuff. Yeah. So um, like many people here, do a little bit of everything, whatever needs to be done. <laughs> my, my specific realms are business development and staffing. When it comes to staffing, what I do is I make sure that When somebody has a job that they want to fill, that there's a job description that accurately reflects the qualifications, I find out what they're looking for, make sure that it's posted, and um, then review resumes and cover letters and and make recommendations as far as who should move through next steps. I also try to work with the teams to define what those next steps are to make sure that we have, like, a a successful review process. And
0: have you been here five years at this point? Um, In July, five years. So yeah. I would wager uh, the majority of people currently working at Harmonix that aren't, like, before the five year, like, older than five years, probably at some point in their hiring process talk to you.
1: Uh, probably at some point, yeah. Yeah. I, at one point, I counted, and I think that I've hired somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 people. Wow. wow. Yeah. Hired me? I hired you. You hired me? I hired, hired me you too. five times, too. Yeah. yeah, you did. <laughs>
0: So that was my hope for this podcast. We could tell yeah. some stories about our own paths that brought us to Harmonics, how we got hired, or or if we have particular horror stories about being hired other places. I think that's fair game too. Everybody loves a good horror. story. Everyone <laughs> does love a good horror story. Um, but yeah.
1: uh, well, I'd be I'd be happy to start that. Uh, yeah. So I was looking to get out of the nonprofit arts administration world because. I was working lots and lots of hours for very, very little compensation Mm. and um, was looking for something new. And I knew somebody that worked at Harmonix. We, you know, hung out and played Guitar Hero. And I was like, hey, do you guys ever, you know, hire people just to, I don't know, do stuff? (laughs) (laughs) And my friend goes, actually, yeah, a paper pusher job just opened up. And I was like, well, like, what kind of job is it? And he's like, you know, like a paper pusher job. (laughs)
2: literally literally that was the only thing <laughs> the on only table. piece
1: of information that i had <laughs> and uh because i'm a genius i submitted my resume <laughs> <laughs> um and this was like this was when everybody was still on the sixth floor here so there was it was still like relatively small there were uh fewer than 120 people at that time and so i came <laughs> for an interview still no idea what the job was <laughs> But they wanted to talk to me, so I was pretty excited and um, went through two interviews. Who did you interview with? First, I interviewed with Spencer, Uh actually. She managed my process. And then the second time I came back, I met with Aron, Tracy, and Greg. Whoa. Wow. Big shots. We brainstormed in the interview about what – Types of things I could do when I came to harmonics.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Fast and loose. Yeah. I mean, it was like a very, it was a very different time. It was a very, very different time. I didn't, they didn't really have a title for me. It wasn't, it was just sort of like, you know, they
0: literally like all they knew was paper
1: pusher. All they knew was paper pusher. I I asked them, (laughs) I asked them like how they knew that they wanted to fill a job if they didn't know what the job was. And they were just like, we need. Help. <laughs> we just we need a lot of help. <laughs> There's so much going on right now. And my first, my first day on the job, Greg taught me how to make the decaf coffee, and he's like, Greg, yeah, Gilo, because at the time we had like this this one coffee maker set up in the small kitchen, and he's like, I was thinking that maybe now that you were here, I wouldn't have to make the decaf. <laughs> Do you mind making decaf coffee? I was like, well, I've never made coffee before, like professionally, but I'd be happy to try.
3: <laughs> so That's that was invaluable ever since. That was a little bit of
0: my first day. <laughs> so I guess at the core of that is sort of uh, something that still exists at, at Harmonix is obviously now we hire people on actual qualifications, but uh, there is always that element of like is just this person, this personality, a good fit for yeah. harmonics, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, a, a big part of it is because we are so collaborative and because we know, like, we know first and foremost that we're looking for people who are top in whatever their discipline is, right? People who are absolutely exceptional at um, in their field. And so from there, the important thing is, is like, are we excited about working with them? Is this somebody who can be successful in the environment that we have, which is like, Creative and laid back, but also like really strong work ethic. Um, you know, there's certainly a degree of initiative and self-management that's important. Um, but also, like, they have to just kind of be on board with harmonics being a little a little quirky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I was really grateful that I got to be in those early experiments.
0: <laughs> you also got to work for a time with uh, one of our favorite people and friend of the show, Kevin Fanning. We Kevin. love we love Kevin Fanning. Uh, well on the subject of jobs and I mean he's still a hiring manager but he wrote a book.
1: Yeah, he wrote an incredible book called Let's All Get Awesome Jobs Which I and... would recommend. Not not
2: the only amazing book that no, he No, but no. the one most uh, most applicable to this conversation. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm actually I'm actually just about to start rereading um Jennifer Love Hewitt times infinity, actually. <laughs> I love that book. Anyway, Kevin Fanning's amazing. I yeah. learned a lot from him while he was here. Um, and still, I learn a lot from him now. Um, he's he's very good at what he does. He loves people. And, um, yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm so glad he was here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we love K-Fan. We love K-Fan. Uh, very funny guy. But, yeah, check out that book. If if anyone listening is uh, on the other side of this, this fence that we call video games, and they want to get in. To the video game compound, that book will give you a grappling hook no. to climb over the barbed wire fence.
2: Well, it actually <laughs> comes with a grappling hook. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Nick like it, liked it's, that analogy. It's, it's, <laughs> A metaphorical and literal a grappling. Would a grappling hook. hook help you get over a barbed wire fence? Yeah, I mean, I mean it depends you're still on the
1: angles. To get over
4: yeah. the fence. You might get cut up a lot. I, I, on think, I think. I so think
1: in that stuff. case, yeah. you'd need to make sure that you were wearing the right outfit. Yeah, yeah. Shoes. yeah. shoes would be. The so let's say your qualifications
0: are the blanket
2: you put over the barbed wires. Okay. Yeah, so see, you've, you've done have, this before. You've got to have a <laughs> whole toolkit. It's not just the book. You need to have uh, like a whole skill yeah. set yep. that you've built. I, I would just wear like a full metal suit of armor and get some of your friends to just boost you over it. Mm-hmm. Heavy
3: fall you, on the other side though. Yeah. 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 For born armor, it's pretty heavy. I mean it's gonna be
2: slow going. Yeah. Speaking of, losing of
3: friends. speaking of
2: armor. I think <laughs> I think one of point.
3: the
1: things that's really <laughs> important about that book and really important to mention about the process of looking for a new job or applying someplace that you really want to work is um like being a little thick skinned about it because it's yes. not in many cases, even though we talk about finding the right person for the job, it's not personal, sometimes there is like really just um, a mixture of, of timing and qualifications. And, totally. and you know, I mean, it's 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 not it's very easy to feel rejected when somebody has, um, you know, turned you down for a position. So, you know, it's one of the things that's nice about KFAN's book is like it's very humanizing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, I'm not the only person who's ever gone through this. I'm not the only person to have sent a resume. And like maybe I made a typo on it and now I have to try to, you know, Figure out how to fix that, or you know how to how to move on.
2: <laughs> I wish that I had read that book before I had applied at <laughs> Harmonics, uh, because that was a thing that I did not know uh, before I applied here. This is my first quote real adult job. Where were you working when you applied at Harmonics? Um, I was. I had just left a comic book store uh-huh. and had worked for two months as a projectionist at a local movie theater, uh, and then also a month. The worst. We won't say names, but we'll say it's the worst local it's, movie it theater. It is the, the Fresh Pond Cinema <laughs> uh, in Alewife in Cambridge, in Massachusetts. It is the worst. Um, it's like a
0: bunker. Like, I've been there once, and my only memory is. is that it's, like, concrete everywhere. If you had to
2: fight off zombies, that would be a great place to do it. Uh, but if you had to see a movie, uh, it would be the last place in the world I would recommend. Um, but uh, I had worked there briefly, and I had worked at Newberry Comics uh, as holiday help for a month. Um, And uh, and Casey and uh, and Luke, um, Luke Jacobs, uh, both worked at Harmonix at the time, and Casey Malone. I I figured everybody listening to the podcast (laughs) was on first name basis with Casey. Oh yeah, Casey. (laughs) Uh, They uh, they both knew me from the comic book store, and they recommended that I come in. um, And it was uh, for a QA position. Uh, And I uh, essentially came in and said, my friends told me to apply. I've never played any of your games. I have no idea how this guitar works. Uh, And so they said, oh, "Oh, this is maybe not the position for
1: you. However, Uh, I was apparently like – You were a champion I had just fallen in love with Aaron and decided Mm – Decided this man will work here one way or another. <laughs> and over the
2: course of the next three months, I interviewed for four different positions. <laughs> uh, and I asked, I asked Casey if that was common. Casey Malone, right? Casey, Malone. Uh, I asked Casey if, if that was common, and I was like, "What's the deal with this Emily character? Is she like giving me the runaround?" Uh, and and Casey, uh, I will always remember Casey said, "Emily is sweet as pumpkin pie. She is fine." Uh, and so I came in and I was like, all Thank right. Thank you, Casey. That's a very Casey <laughs> phrase. So I said, okay, Emily seems like a straight shooter. I'm just going to like straight from the hip here. And I was like, Emily, you either really like me or you really don't like me. And you're just trying to pass the buck from department to department. <laughs> or
1: torture you. <laughs> and, I
2: that, and I think that that was actually the day uh, when I was offered the position uh, as community manager. Excellent. So so it all worked out. Emily, do you
0: think Aaron is the least qualified person we've ever hired? <laughs>
2: I would not. If if I had to interview, if I right now had to interview me of four and a half years ago, I would not have hired me. Same here,
1: same here for me. No, no, no. I mean, I would never. I would never be qualified for my job four and a half years ago. Yeah. No, it, it's very—it's a
2: it's, different world. It's now. a very, very different landscape. Yeah. Like Harmonix is very different. Mm, we're um, like a professional company now. Yeah.
1: We are. Yeah, we it's are. intense.
2: Um, and I mean, and that was a—that was a thing that that Sean and, and John Venner and I talked about. Uh, talked about a Sean lot. Baptiste. Uh, Sean Baptiste. Yep, still, currently on the show. Uh, so everybody should know him. Um, <laughs> He's not on the show right now. Though. Not, not immediately. We'll see right if you now. can call in, later. Uh, maybe we'll see what we can do. He was on the live stream though. Um, but, uh, but I talked with, uh, with Sean and John about that a lot, and there were, like, several other experienced community managers, and like, volunteer moderators, like, people had worked that had huge MMOs and had a ton of, like, actual experience, and I had, like, just quit a comic book store and held three <laughs> jobs in the last three months, and I was like, these are all terrible. I want to work someplace fun. <laughs> Sean was like, you're hired. did not so you out- al-
0: Didn't you also, at that time, have a big chip on your shoulder about video games in general? Like... I don't play anything that's not on the N sixty four or earlier. It
2: wasn't. It wasn't deliberate. Okay. Um, it, I, w- I wouldn't say it was a, a chip on my shoulder. I, w- I would say that it was like definitely a fear of uh, of modern video games. Like I I had had and still have an extensive NES collection. Yeah. Um. But uh, had an N sixty four and was playing on the PS two at the time. Um. And uh, and that was that was probably why I did not get the QH. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, everyone was everyone was really good about it. Like no one said like as soon as I walked in and said here are my qualifications and here are my interests, no one said you're a jerk, get yep. out of here. <laughs> everyone was like okay, well, cool. Let's see how we can maybe frame this. Luke was Luke Jacobs, um, former QA director, was really good about saying okay, so uh, imagine you're playing uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh, what uh, what kind of hardware would you have introduced to that game? What kind of equipment um, would you introduce and what would it do and why? So it was like a really cool kind of like, okay, well, let's frame this in a, in a way that this applicant can understand. I always appreciated that from Luke.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think we've all learned a lot. Just, I mean, in oh, yeah. going through processes like that, I mean, Harmonix has learned how to interview and, and how to hire in yeah. a way that we, we weren't, I mean, there was a lot of, there were a lot of expertise and resources and ideas, but we hadn't really, like, formalized it into something that we could, like, <laughs> use as a formula for successful interviews yet. Big
4: time. S- speaking I mean, of- and
1: that's how John Drake and I got here. <laughs> John Drake's here now. Stuck in under Yay. the
4: scheduled wire because no one knew how to hire anyone.
1: Speaking of the,
2: the former interview process. Yeah. Is it true that Sasso used to sit in on every interview? <laughs> I was going to bring this up. Can you confirm this story? He didn't interview me.
1: No, he didn't used to sit in on every interview. I think that that was actually at a previous position Okay, that wasn't here that, I'm, that I am familiar with.
2: Okay, because I had heard that he would sit in on as many interviews as he possibly could and would only ever ask applicants one question. And that one question
1: was? That one question was, if you could f*** any type of tree, what would it be and Why? Nick, uh, Nick, you might want
4: to make a note to edit that out.
1: <laughs> There you go.
4: Timestamp that. That's oh, a good sorry. question.
0: Sorry. I mean, it's no, a it's, deep... It's we work a, a little blue sometimes. It's a reasonable sorry. way
4: to phrase it. No,
0: and Fish, his, Fish always makes us edit the swears out. We don't fine. really. We don't do it um, his, You work with us. If
1: you ask Sasso, his, I was fascinated <laughs> with this, actually. Yeah, And so I, I know a little bit about it. And it wasn't here. Was it was um, at... I think it was where... Stainless, stainless maybe? Stainless steel? Oh, okay. Yeah, and... Um, but... His favorite answer came from Adam Baptiste, which was a Christmas tree. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's yeah. the happiest day of the year. Uh, Sasso, for people who don't know, is David Bettelheim. Are one of our lead artists. Right. I don't know if you if you contextualized that earlier. No. Nope. We are only Aaron's been having a struggle
0: with
2: names in this podcast. <laughs> you know that the guy? That's call the guy. First names.
4: The guy who you only remember because he looks like a Sasquatch.
2: <laughs> we're we're naming a lot of people on this show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs>
0: Uh, we were talking about how people, uh, come here via different paths, and, uh, now you had just graduated,
4: is that right? Or, no, no, I had been out for a year. Okay. Uh, and I was working as an event planner.
1: His enthusiasm has not I didn't, I didn't sleep,
4: I didn't sleep much then, I don't sleep much now. Uh, I was a concert booker in Boston and, an event planner, and I worked for, uh, Harvard University... Doing it there, like outdoor event stuff, and and built a bar there and all that kind of stuff. So I was doing a bunch a bunch of that kind of thing. My contract was up, and my roommate uh, at the time uh, was a an assistant here in the harbor department. Which meant he was in China all the time, and they needed someone to do PR. And he's like, "Hey, uh, we really need someone who can play the drums, <laughs> and uh, you seem like you wouldn't be." a bad person to be the mouthpiece for a company. And that <laughs> was the biggest mistake our ever made. Uh, and then I just slowly murdered everyone around me until I was left atop a heap. I so love that drums,
0: drums equals PR. Drum, well, he yeah. was
4: like, we need someone to test the drums pretty much all the time. We're hiring people, but in the meantime, if you could just come in and like bang on these things for a while, that'd be great. Uh, they had guitarists and singers. They had Helen. Helen could sing. Right? So they just need someone to play the drums. There you uh, go. Yeah, that's how I got hired. Opportunistic.
0: And did you talk to Emily or was that? No, we
1: no. were hired around the same time. Yeah,
4: on. we were ah. hired like two weeks apart.
1: Yeah, so Fish, you, me, mm-hmm. Janet. Yeah.
2: It's been a while. So just naming a lot of people. Fish McGill, Janet Sorry. P- <laughs> no, they, but this, no, is very sensitive to it.
4: I apologize. Well, Fish, especially, people should be familiar with if you listen to the podcast. He also doodles all the doodles. He's the doodler. Nick, the doodler versus the doodler. Nick's the diddler, the diddler.
0: Fish is the doodler. Yeah. I get. One day we'll do a podcast where it's only those two talking to each other, and it'll be fascinating.
4: It'll be the quietest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of beard
0: scratching. Of, yeah.
4: <laughs> subtle, subtle humor, Pope. Um, good, good visual joke. Yeah. He's got a big beard, guys.
0: Um, Emily, I was thinking, uh, do, you, do you want to uh, read off a list? What's available at Harmonix currently?
1: Yeah. That sounds great.
4: Yo, if you work in video games, you listen to our podcast, you should apply for these jobs, son. Please. Yeah. If Please you're good do. at them. Yeah.
1: Tell, tell tell your friends. Let yeah. those friends tell friends. <laughs> um, so it's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are looking for a concept artist, senior UI artist, lighting and special effects artist, character animator, um, character artist. Uh, we've also got some art intern positions, environment artist, let's say narrative designer, Three different kinds of game designers. (laughs) Um, Yo,
4: if you want to design games, do you have any experience? Yes, level, content, and systems.
1: We're looking for a graphics programmer, a UI programmer, a senior financial analyst, a recruiting coordinator. I'd be happy to talk more about that. (laughs) Um, And a front-end developer for the web, JavaScript primarily, back-end developer for the web, (laughs) Python primarily. I'm back-end with Python. Yikes. And a web designer position, which I think we're actually putting on hold for a little bit. Um, so. so there's a
4: lot of good so stuff in that. there. It's, it, it runs a gamut yes. from, from super senior experience to, to not, inf- not entry level, but like, you know, a little bit of experience in the field or relevant ex- parallel experience. Yeah. Have the- we talked about how not to apply for a job Not harmonics? yet. Okay, that's we'll what I was, there. yeah. We'll get there. Where
2: we should could keep talking about this for a Where while. could people find more information about those particular jobs?
1: They should go to the website, harmonicsmusic.com. click on the jobs link. And apply through the website. That's...
0: Or if they're really good with typing, harmonicsmusic.com slash jobs.
1: If they yes. are good with typing. As a shortcut. And hit the enter key. Right? Yep.
0: Maybe so the return key. If you, Either way. If you, but if do you not nasty. forget
4: to. If you just type and nothing happens. Yeah. That's true. Just please to, don't
3: email support asking me who you should address your Please don't email to. press asking me who
4: you should address your email <laughs> You can to. ask us
2: on Twitter if you want, but we're just going to tell you to go to harmonicsmusic.com slash
4: jobs. Yes. Basically,
2: the first test of if you can work here can is you if you find, find our jobs page. page.
3: If you can't, you're not hired. Sorry,
2: guys. <laughs> don't don't just mail us your resume. No. We get those oh, every once in a while. <laughs> Emily
3: and I,
4: I forward, Oh, <laughs> well, Emily's not on the thread because I don't subject her to everything we get from press. Uh, I don't want to deviate too quickly into how not to apply for jobs <laughs> thing, but, like, man, did I forward Emily the best email the yep. other day, which is someone who emailed us at press saying, hey, I emailed you guys a bunch of times my resume and I haven't heard back from anyone. And I responded, as I told you in February, four months ago, or three months ago at this point, you shouldn't email here. You should go to jobs and apply. There's, like, a whole system. And he goes, well, I don't use systems like that. <laughs> I don't use job boards. I never hear back. And I only send my resume to people directly. Because, and if they don't respond, then that's on them. And I said, well, I'm just going to give you one more shot here. Like, that's a strategy. I get what you're saying. Direct contact. Feels like it's better. Uh, to be clear, we have, like, one person processing hundreds of resumes, And so, like, we use the jobs thing not to, like, collect your information in some sort of conspiratorial, we're going to, like, steal your identity way, but, in fact, to filter, like, qualified applicants from unqualified applicants. Say, same people capable of following a process from crazy people (laughs) incapable of listening to direct reason. So, like, feel free to keep sending me your email. I'm just going to delete it because, like, you're sending it to the wrong place. And he was like, well, then that's how that works. And I was like, (laughs) then you're not hired. What? How are you not? I'm shocked you're unemployed. Shocked.
3: Yeah, I, I think like how,
4: how you guided him. You told him what to do, and he's like, he's like, well, I don't do that, and I don't have a job yet, so I'm just. <laughs> right. gonna and then what doing. I went another step and tried to be like, let me just try to persuade you because I don't, I'm <laughs> like, I think that like you're gating yourself on success, dude. Let me help. We you. We want you to be oh, successful. And then he got even more aggressive oh, and was man. like, no, that job boards are a scam. Like, yo, our job boards are not a scam. It's like Emily and maybe one other person <laughs> from each department, occasionally checking on your resumes. We don't share your information. We're not. Yeah, filing credit cards on most of your stuff. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think the concern
1: was that that this information was collected and fed into some sort of database. That we did not have control over, and which we were sending to ma- like magazines or something. I'm not really sure. Some weird like
2: <laughs> Glengarry Glen Ross like. Always
1: me hiring. Didn't
3: bother me. I all my stuff. I didn't care.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I uh, think if you
3: really want a job, you don't care. Also, you know what's
4: right. not a good way to protect your personal information? Blindly emailing your resume and yeah, personal right? information to people like <laughs> yeah, that's actually a much was... dumb. Anyway, hey, there's whatever.
2: one guy that I don't know seems awfully trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna laughs> like, send him my and stuff. And again,
4: I don't mean to. P- I mean we can pick on people because it's funny, but like I only pick on him. Because we tried to help him and he just right. like got angry and didn't listen to reasons. <laughs> like, Jesse read support emails. Like, don't send dickish emails send to press if you don't. Four email responses
3: about it. where be like, "No, but I need a specific person's name. Tell me everyone. Like, you're wasting no. my time." So yeah. I
1: can tell you, I can tell you why we don't um, prefer phone calls or yep. snail mail resumes or mail. or emails. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, you know there are different sort of priority and timing cycles for some things as well. So, you know, maybe we'll be focusing on a certain number of jobs and we just won't be ready to to reach out to somebody. Um, but also, like, we have these applicant tracking systems for that reason, too, like you said, because we collect sometimes hundreds of resumes per open position. And if that turns into hundreds of resumes in my inbox, it's just a lot more difficult to sort through and it's easier to really accidentally miss someone, but it's not because we don't want to talk to you. It's not because you're not talented or because we don't love you. It's it's simply just it's it's an inefficient process for us most right. of the time. Unless so. you're
4: applying for a job that you're wildly unqualified for and don't make a compelling case that you should be qual- or that you are somehow relevantly qualified in a cover letter, in which case, like I'll say it, we don't really want to talk to you. Yep. Like if you have no experience and your cover letter is like, just give me a job, like you know what, it's fine. Go get some experience somewhere else that appreciates cover letters. Like, I don't write cover letters, just give me the job. Which is a cover letter that I literally read for a community manager applicant uh, last time we were hiring for that position was, I don't believe in cover letters. It's like, all right, I don't know what that, they're not the tooth fairy, I don't know what you mean you don't believe in cover letters. They exist and you should do them.
0: I do like that there's some psychology going on in certain applicants' minds. Like, that person is probably like, I'm going to throw him a zinger and they're going to remember me and they're going to see that. I do remember
4: him as the person that I did not Give a high enough rating to (laughs) to put on the next round.
0: Um, And I bet, you know, I bet that that more traditional way still works at a lot of companies. And it probably worked at Harmonix six or seven years ago. Like, I think that's how Sean got his job, by, like, spamming Dornbrook. Sending him emails every week. just
4: sent him a text adventure email. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Dornbrook just thought he was, like, trying to, you know, like, avoid being killed by a Gru. Yeah. And so he hired Sean by accident.
0: Uh, But, like we were saying right before you came in, Harmonix is a... Frighteningly professional these days. We have a whole system for jobs. Oh yeah, yeah. in the
4: job yeah. section, we are totally professional. <laughs> that's no, that's an understatement. But in people still get laughed
2: at if they show up in a suit for
4: their don't.
1: I have, I have it's definitely adorable. hit
4: it. Hit the dress code discussion. It's
1: okay. nerve wracking. It was so. Helpful. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is like
4: for girls is terrifying.
1: I actually encourage people to not laugh at individuals who show oh, up no, in a suit. I mean, I mean, when I – I, <laughs> Well, no, I, I mean, encourage not to, their to not face. Laugh. No, I mean, I think it's important when people take points off for the suit. You know, the thing no. that I always tell people on the phone, my, like if I, I'm talking to a candidate and they want to know what to wear, I say, look, it's a casual atmosphere here. You will very likely be talking to people in jeans and sweatshirts. Um, but that said – Like VPs in jeans and sweatshirts. VPs who may or may not be wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um and and far, far the on. important thing for you though is that you interview in whatever outfit is gonna make you feel the most confident yep. is gonna make you feel the most comfortable in your interview. Like, you know, I'm never I have never ever allowed anybody to take points off because somebody no. maintained right. a too professional of a composure, yeah. right? Sure. Like you know, one of the things that I, I've said before is like even when we swear in the interviews, there's this sort of weird unspoken rule that we expect you not to. Right, oh, right?
4: unless you're interviewing mm. for a job on my yeah. team. Which unless case, you're interviewing I
1: for a I job, on, swearing. On, on, yeah, because I
4: will team. just get more and more vulgar until you respond. Like, which I think Nick can probably. Attest <laughs> That's to how we hired our marketing director. Yes. I think
1: I think you have to show you can hang out. Right, you yes. have to show that like you're you're not going to be. Um, I guess, easily offended by yeah. some of our, our more laid back. I mean, or our
0: th- team is sort of a special nature. case. We basically have to live yeah. together for like yeah. half of the year.
1: Well, so I would, yeah, that's what I would say. I'd say there's a, there's
4: a spectrum of how much you have to hang in harmonics. There are jobs that are like very much jobs where it's like, you know, you are here and you're going to be cordial with people and professional and collaborative. And it's really important that you get along with everyone and really yeah. fit in the company culture because that's just a thing that we do. Like we go bowling, we go to Georgia's Island. Like you should be able to fit in and hang out and like the people you work with. Then there are teams that are a little bit more like communities in their own right. Like you see something like the art team or the audio team where they have to be super collaborative in terms of actually presenting personal creative works and feeling comfortable in that environment to collaborate and share. And then there's teams like ours which are like super dysfunctional, really sad (laughs) families that like can't avoid each other. And like you just have to learn how to fight with each other because otherwise you'll just – you'll murder everyone. So it's like – but all, throughout all that, the I feel entire spectrum. These were your
1: personal narratives. <laughs> <than laughs> yeah. True or false? <laughs> like, we
4: are the traditional American family. <laughs> we are the traditional American. We are more of a nuclear family than yeah. a lot of other nuclear families I know. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, I think it's really. A, but overall, at harmonics, it's just about coming and hanging. I'll often tell a person in a suit, just like, "Hey, you look sharp. I think this is gonna be a good interview. Like, make sure you're chill and can hang. Uh, take it off the tie. Like, yeah, I think you like right. make a huge step forward. And it's like, hey, you're wearing a jacket. That's like. I respect that you're wearing the jacket. You clearly did not anticipate how casual things were here, but like you look good. Don't wear a bad suit. That will make me dislike (laughs) you.
1: The the line I usually give is: is if you feel like you need to wear a suit, you know, avoid the tie.
4: Yeah, lose the the tie unless
1: it's unless it's a like. You know, like a keyboard tie,
4: or <laughs> or immediately go get in a fight in the street. So you like a guy who yeah. went out for drinks after work, and now has like a bloody lip and wow. like a like messed up hair. I don't, hair. I don't
1: actually make that recommendation. No, no. I fight people all <laughs> the Show time. The blood. Show
4: blood, yeah. chop the blood. Either get a haircut or don't ever get a haircut. <laughs> I've
2: I've never had to interview anyone with an open head wound. So <laughs> that's not entirely true. That's, I mean, I can well, not, think of a, one not, glaring
4: example that's not true at never all. Never had to interview them. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Open is a strong word for the head wound. Yeah, hey, no, it was open. That's true. Anyway, <laughs>
0: I interviewed Luke Jacobs, and I had two just because at the time of hiring your
4: boss. Yep, you interviewed him. You no, interviewed with, with him, with okay. him. That makes way more
0: sense. Uh, and so I did two interviews because there's a really long process. And by the time they were ready to hire me, they'd interview me again because it took so long. They time. forgot. Oh my you were. god. Yeah, yeah it was weird. It was way was hiring during Rock Band 1 yeah. was not an efficient process. Exactly. It was sort uh, of a cluster. Yeah, I interviewed before RB1 came out, but I ended up getting hired after RB1 came out and working on RB1 eFigs. But uh, oh, my, first, my first interview, and uh, uh, I guess because Sean had given me pointers, was the super casual. He's like, the more casual, the better. So I just well, wore I don't care. Yeah. You, you
1: came in a bathing suit. No, I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> a 1920s piece, bathing suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I mean, I was like wearing jeans and maybe a button-up shirt Probably not because Luke Luke was super nice and awesome as he is in in real life. Uh, And at the end of it, uh, he's like, maybe next time – Maybe not jeans. <laughs> I'm like,
4: oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's not advice I would oh, ever give anyone right? who's coming to interview here. No, just wear nice awkward. dark jeans. Yeah, yeah, nice. Don't wear like dungarees. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who says dungarees?
2: <laughs> dungarees? My parents do. <laughs> Harmonix
4: Music, my, no my dungarees.
2: Do. <laughs> Firm policies, straight
4: up. <laughs> I'm trying to get people jobs, Emily. I don't know why you don't want to hire people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so
1: it's because I, my job is like have to give people really good news. And Well, actually, not no, like, like 1% <laughs> yeah. to give people good yeah. news and like 99% to break people's hearts. So
0: let's talk about your current list because most of the people that we end up hearing from yeah. really want to work here, but they have Those a skills. pretty small set of qualifications a lot of It probably stops, so like, like it
2: plateaus around, I love video games. Which is great. Which mm-hmm. is like... An important first step. A solid base. You should that work is here if you like, hate video games. That is usually the baseline for people that we talk to.
0: So what on your list currently is maybe more accessible for someone who doesn't – maybe they're pretty soon – they just got out of college. Yeah. Maybe they don't yeah. have a ton of experience. What
1: – Yeah. Well – What's the closest First we of got? all, I want to emphasize that one of the things that is really important is like strong organizational skills. There's nothing on my list right now that does not require somebody to be familiar with like strong organizational skills, strong communication skills, like the ability to – Com- to write a complete sentence and to proofread an email, right? Things like that are, are pretty important. Um, the things that are, I know it sounds like it should go without saying, but. Um, no, I don't think it should but, go without saying. I mean, <laughs> one of the reasons I say that too is because, um, you know, I always, when it comes to like written communication, I always encourage people to err on the side of formality um, because, you know, even though it can come off a little stiff. It's like it's much easier to pull back from that than it is to teach somebody professional communication if they're if they're really unfamiliar with it. And I have received a lot of emails that look more like text messages than they do like emails. Like, don't 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 give me text message slang. No emoticons. Um, yeah, dial back the exclamation points. I know you're excited, but like, I don't need like if if if, if there are more than two exclamation points. Maybe, maybe just throughout
4: the whole, in a row, or throughout the whole email. Throughout the
1: whole email, maybe I just this. maybe just I dial it what back a little bit. What if there?
4: Are, speak yeah, what if so yeah. there are in marketing? Yeah, what if there are
0: Spanish <laughs> exclamation <laughs> points and they're on each side? Yeah. So
3: don't discriminate. Well, I would count that as one. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, I would count okay. that as one. Otherwise, I also, I also encourage multilingual. multilingual. <laughs> all caps? Do you
1: feel Applicants. the same way about all caps? I prefer no all caps. Okay. In well, in email communication, what about mm.
3: punctuation? Period? Do you like? I encourage punctuation.
4: Yeah, uh, punctualness and punctuation. The two rules of getting a job at harmonics. <laughs> Be on time and don't write run on sentences.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't don't write write on. Um, no, So, all of us. so to, to actually answer your question, some of the more entry level positions right now, I mean, we've got the art interns, mm-hmm. um, which if you're thinking about applying for that, um, you should have um, an art background. <laughs> Um An portfolio or, or some sort. Experience uh, just a- <laughs> yeah, I mean, you I'm should. I'm not making fun you of should. you. I'm no. saying, like, you should have, you should to have what some really sort say. of online, <laughs> online portfolio. If you are not um, active enough in Art or Animation to have already created some type of online portfolio, maybe wait until you are at that point before you apply. Yeah,
0: crunch yourself for a few months and make some stuff. Yeah. Like-
1: yeah. Right? Um yeah, I mean we're we're looking for people for the summer, so Okay. Um. <laughs> well, no,
0: but if you were if, not you're, not coming like a,
1: if you're coming but up a program or
4: like a or any sort of like training school for art, like you should have a portfolio. You should have an deal. online
1: portfolio, yeah. you should have like a demo reel. If you don't
4: go get your money back from that school. Like, that's <laughs> um, how that,
2: Are we that's looking how specifically works? for uh for people with like a digital art background or fine artists?
1: Um a combination, right? So uh if you have if you have software experience, even if it doesn't I'm speaking – Jason Arnon, our art Sounds manager, like may may have different ideas about this. I honestly haven't been too involved in the internship piece. But um, if, you, if you can draw, like that's actually pretty important. That is something that we like to see as more traditional art skills in addition to experience with – Software, you know, Photoshop or right. you know any of the other Skills like three D tools. Software, not like
4: you've had to work on software projects, but like you yeah, had to like yeah. use basic. Exactly, art you've, you've had
1: you've had you know a class that taught you you know for example like modeling or yeah. um, you know something along those lines. If you've if you've got animation, it's nice to see that you can do actually both hand drawn animation and um, you know like digital animation. Really. So. Um, The other thing that I wanted to talk about, too, is the recruiting coordinator position Mm because I am looking for somebody to help me. And I think that that's probably – right now most of the positions that we have open are for senior game developers. Um, But the recruiting coordinator position is one where I'm looking for somebody who has almost an administrative background and a strong familiarity with um, game development as a – like – and the different disciplines within it, Mm -hmm. right? So not just somebody who is excited about games – Although, depending on how deep their knowledge is of industry, right. not of, of games themselves, but of the games industry, you know, that could be something where somebody's looking to break in. Um, what I'm not looking for is somebody who wants to be a game designer right. mm-hmm. and is looking to get into it through recruiting. This would be somebody who's interested in not being on the development side, yeah, right?
4: right? Well, and So it's someone who, like, you should have a probably enough of a familiarity with games to say, like, hey, like... What do you think like the best game studios are like in North America? Let's say like you know obviously Harmonix is of that list, but like who else is there? Because if you're actually a recruiter, you should be able to say like oh well like there's great people in the northwest at Bungie or you know in in Santa Monica at Naughty Dog mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you should be able to like know a couple game developers. You don't have to know how every role functions down to the granular yeah. level, but you should know like that game development includes like multidisciplinary teams working together, and you need yeah, to exactly. hire a bunch of those people. Right. Just be thoughtful about the industry you want to work in, which is a thing you should be thoughtful about no matter what you're doing. Like yeah. you should care about what you're doing. Uh, yeah, but this
1: is—I mean, as far as prepare. I can tell, this is—and and the way that I'm looking at it is, this is a great role for somebody who is saying, you know, I want to be involved in games, but I'm not a programmer, I'm not a designer, I, you know, I'm not a producer, but I, you know, I've been working in this office job for you know, X number of years, and I would love to just be involved.
0: So. Like uh, our other friend of the show, Hannah full Exactly. Uh, she, she does the Rock Band Nights with us. Uh, she hasn't actually been on this podcast, but um, uh, a, she she page joined page. Turbine, our mm-hmm. other local, big local game company, yeah. uh, as uh, that exact position, I believe, um, and she just recently flipped over to being a producer. Yeah. And she didn't have any previous games industry experience, and she loves it, and that's uh. It's a pretty, pretty cool way to get familiar with all the different types of jobs at a company in-game in development, too. Right? No,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite parts about my job is still is actually, like, learning what the people I work with actually do. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, it's, it's... There
0: are some people here that I still don't know what they do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've learned a ton just in the last few months. <laughs> yeah. Nick yeah. Chester.
4: Mystery. <laughs> mystery.
2: Um, mystery Chester.
4: We should also stress if you are a game person working out there or someone who's worked on games before and you're like, yo, I love music, but I'm like, I don't know, Rock Band, I don't know, Dance Central, that we are making other games, other secret games, Mm -hmm. and that we can't talk much more about them, and they may or may not involve music in motion, they may not involve X, Y, and Z, but that they are going to be very, very cool, and they are sort of cutting-edge experiences. So, if you're interested in working in games in general, we are like, of going to be making a lot of them. So come come hang out and make games here.
1: Yeah. The thing yeah. I always try to emphasize is, is like, we make quality games that people love to play. And that's the important part, right? If you want to make games that people love to play, this is a good place to be. Millions, and Whether of people, or not you play guitar or drums. Right. Like, yeah.
4: It helps, but it's not required. Yeah. It doesn't even help as much anymore. Yeah, it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> it used to help a lot. It used to be necessary um, for you to be musical. Um, but now it's just like if you're a great game designer, you can write all kinds of crazy stuff into our games and do wacky mechanics for games we haven't announced yet. Come work at Harmonix. I feel We're like s- full of secrets.
2: Like as as a, a company, like if if the company was a band. Yeah. I feel like we've we've got a solid band at yeah. this point. Like the audio department is like pretty thoroughly on lockdown. Yeah. But it's like who is driving our tour bus? what is the next city we are going to who does the album art
4: metaphor is strange I was going to say (laughs) welcome (laughs) to the
3: harmonics metaphor hour you you missed a
4: really good metaphor earlier what was it I was saying that K-Fan's
0: book is the grappling hook that gets you over the fence of uh, the video game industry
4: you don't use a grappling hook to climb a fence
0: no no you grapple it onto the building and depending on the angle you climb over the
4: fence not if there's barbed wire but I was saying your qualifications are the blanket
0: you put on the barbed wire
2: Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah. See, that's a really stupid metaphor.
2: <laughs> 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 read K. Fan's book.
4: It's good. Thought also, like, you. learn how to apply for jobs in general. <laughs> Ask for constructive feedback if you don't get a job. I would also say that networking is super yeah, undersold I think. as a thing that yes. people need to learn how to do. Like, do not assume you are good at networking. You might be terrible at it. Let me give you a tip from people who, from as someone who interacts with a lot of people. Most people are very bad at networking. Uh, be friendly. Be nice. Ask. Questions? Be no. It, let's let's have a, a use. Don't case Don't ask here. for a job in the I first actually, five. I actually i
1: have i have a case. Oh, okay. Let's specifically. hear it. Case so study. This was um, this weekend. I had the pleasure of being at. I went to RPI oh, yeah. for Game Fest, yep. right? So it was it was Rensselaer Polytechnic Rensselaer. Yes. Um, uh, RIT and uh, Champlain College, and they were all. Um, it was a bunch of students who had been competing uh, with games that they had built over the course of you know weeks or, or a semester. And um, Rich Vogel was the keynote speaker, so he's a uh, executive producer on Star Wars: Old Republic from Bioware. Yeah. He was there, and he was talking to a couple of people who had built this game, um, and was talking to a female programmer. stuff laughing at me! No, I, I'm, I'm laughing. At I'm Vogel, excited
4: about what you're going to say. He was uh, talking First to talking hundreds <laughs> of millions of dollars. In a UIP. He was talking <laughs> then to then one of the female programmers
1: who had worked on this on this you know this project, and and was just, like, really encouraging, saying, you know, we're always looking for, you know, women who are talented programmers, et cetera, et cetera. And everybody just said, oh, thanks. And as soon as he walked away, I was like, guys, pro tip. Say, thank you for the feedback. Can I get your email? Right. Like, uh, you know, do you have contact information? Do you recommend, is there somebody at BioWare I could talk to? Um, you know, it's like not everybody has access to people who are in the industry. And when yeah. you do get access to people in the industry – you need to email them. You need to like feel free to be in touch with them in a professional way. Don't mm. hound them, but like maintain their contact info and don't somewhere.
4: Ask for a job from the person that you meet who's like your network contact. Like work right. your way to actually like the appropriate avenue to applying for a job or asking if there are yeah. jobs available. Don't well, ask someone to get you a job. And before.
1: don't just email them out of the blue, right? right? Email them with a purpose. Like if you if you're, you know, if you've got if if you're to the point where you are looking for somebody to look at your resume, or you're actually looking for a job, like, know the right time to reach out to somebody.
0: I've heard that calling Aaron Trite's personal number <laughs> and hounding him that Oof. way... Yeah,
1: you can reach him out. At... ...is really good. No, no that's
0: the <laughs> worst.
2: Yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah, much the worst... why won't you give that guy a job? ...thing ever. Give him a job. he's crazy. Yeah. Um, There are good ways to do that, though. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Do you have any recommendations uh for like how to meet developers or how to get in touch with those people that could be able to benefit you?
1: Um there are probably if you're located in a major city, there are probably some sort of um opportunities through developer meetups through um you know depending on where you are in your career um you know find out what's happening in in the community and which of those which of those like either monthly meetings or, or quarterly events or something along those lines that are focused around technology and the games industry may be open to people outside of the industry. Um, and, you know, just go meet people. Yeah. Be, be nice, be friendly, ask questions, and people will generally volunteer their contact information if you've, yeah. you know, presented yourself in a, in a friendly um, and eager way. Right. And I would
0: say I think each person in this room... Uh, at least got an interview here in one way or another by knowing someone else.
4: Nepotism. It's yeah. Real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it works. So. Um, you know, I, I, not to say that that's the only way to no. make it in, but, no. but it's a tool that you have. You know, you want to, like, evaluate all the tools you have when you're looking for a new job, and that's definitely one of them. It's not going to – it can only count against you if you uh, – make a bad impression a good a good simple rule of thumb is okay if i was on the other side of this if i was this person at a game development studio how would i want to be contacted what would i want to know it seems like a pretty simple thing but it's it's valuable to ask yourself that right would i would i want somebody to email me every week and ask me if i had been like if i was qualified yet the answer to that is you know and the answer to that is no don't ever do that another another
0: common thing that I, i always see a lot of is again people that really want to work in the industry and like i usually over twitter or whatever but they'll tell me they live like somewhere like alabama or mm-hmm. whatever uh would you recommend moving to one of these metropolitan areas like what are the odds that someone like that lives in alabama has has the background that we're looking for and
1: uh i mean related to harmonics specifically it's very you know i mean that's like i I can't really speak to – it depends on where they're at in their career and um, the the reality that we would hire somebody for an entry-level position and provide them with relocation or provide them with the time that they would need to move to Boston is, is unlikely because we have a large candidate pool here um which is where we're going to go to first that said we will look at your resume we will evaluate you know your qualifications right. if you're super but,
4: awesome and you're the top pick yeah, like you're the top Yeah I mean pick. it's not
1: it's not unheard of right we have done things like that before we're probably not going to provide yeah. relocation for entry level positions or anything sort like that Sort of what that, I was but... getting at
0: though is like if say working in video games is your dream job you should actually work to make your dream like it's like people – for a yeah, long time I wanted to be a screenwriter. Yeah. And, like, you can't – got to move to L.A. Maybe you don't want to move to L.A. If you want to be a screenwriter, move to L.A. Yeah. or at least New York. Like, I mean, I – that so, sort of thing. Like, if video games is your dream, do something to make it happen.
1: I think it's really important to connect with your community wherever you are. If you are in, um, like, an area that is not a, known as a thriving game development hub, one of the cool things about that is you probably have other people in your area somewhere who are also really interested in that. Learn how to get together. Make a game with them. Like, start a game jam. Even if it's just, you mm-hmm. know, you and a, a few people, like, affiliate yourself with a technology program at a school and um, find out if they're interested in game development, what resources they have there. I mean, there are a lot of tools available to people to get connected. Right. Yep. And, and if you really are passionate about making games, like, figure out how to make them. Cool. I know tons of people who have made games remotely with other people. You don't yeah. have to be there. But it, it does help. Well, and to it Pope, does help. But to
4: Pope's point, like, if you're working a job that isn't what you want to do, and there's an area where that job exists, yeah. go to the job that you don't want to do there. And so, like, if you're working yes. retail in Arkansas or Alabama, and you really want to make games, see if you can save up enough money to move to a place where games are made in great quantity. I mean, even somewhere like yeah. Austin, where there's a lot of studios yeah. bringing up, or San Francisco, or LA, or Boston, uh, or Seattle. Like, those are major hubs for game development. And yeah. I think the thing is there is, is like go work retail in that city or go, like, take a risk and, and get an entry-level job there and then start applying. But, like, you're unlikely to, like, land a dream job remotely from hundreds of miles right. away. Like, it's it's hard to do if you don't have any experience. So if you want to be close by, it's you know, it's going to certainly help you. And then, you know, as you network with people, like, there's another thing of... uh our, Annette is just showing up 55 minutes <laughs> Five minutes to the,
0: go. For the podcast. Annette's here.
4: <laughs> Why did you even... All right, anyway. The, uh, like, I would say, like... If you're going to email folks, like remind them where you met them. Like if you met them online, you met them at a conference. Say like, "Hey, I met you. You may not remember me." To reintroduce myself, like even as community managers, like we, I recognize faces of people, but sometimes I will forget how I met them or names because it'll be, you know, like three or four months later, which to them was like a thing they were working on their resume and drafting an email this whole time. And for me, it's like ten thousand. I've been like writing press releases and working with Nick on press plans for games and stuff. Like I don't remember that conversation as as in a detailed way uh but i want to remember so just remind me of who you are and then work that network and find your way in but just please don't just ping people over and over again for a job it's just not polite yeah. um
2: to your uh, to your first point about experience there's something it's at least specific to our team um, that I've seen in a lot of applicants. Air traffic control. Uh, air, Yeah, air traffic control. <laughs> um, no, like the difference between relevant experience and then um, previous job experience.
1: Or transferable experience. Uh, or transferable yeah.
2: experience, right. Like, um, like I know a lot of the positions that we're looking for are more senior positions, like people that do have experience uh, in the gaming industry. Um, but I know that there's a lot of instances where people are applying who – have plenty of relevant experience but don't have previous job experience. Yeah. And I think that's probably easier for community than it is for, for other positions. But if, like, if you're an aspiring game designer, you can make games on your own. Absolutely. Um, you can either work locally with people like you were talking about um, for community. Well, Like, we're always looking at volunteer moderators. Right. like people that have had such a burning desire to do that job that they've either done it for free or they've done it on their own. Right. Um, And that, I think, is much easier to transfer, like, to applicable job experience than just, like, coming in cold. Like, I work at Target and also want to make games. Like, there's a big leap in between where you can do that
1: stuff that you want to do. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that we look for is passion, not in, like, an overly, um, like obsessive way right but we look at somebody who if they're a game designer they kind of can't help but be making games and I've talked to a lot of people who are like you know I sometimes I just sit at home and I make puzzles or I create mazes or I am like designing a card game in my in my free time because I don't want to look at the computer all the time you know it's like they're constantly just making yeah. games
4: right I see if the person they trapped in their basement can finally solve the puzzle and <laughs> I get that. You know, and it's like it's, it's like that's weekends. that's
1: that's fun. That's fun to see, and it's it gives you a good understanding of who this person is, and and you know how they're going to survive in a job where that's really their sole responsibility, right? If you are a programmer and we send you a test and you go, oh yeah, well I don't have a computer at home to do this test. <laughs> it's like, okay, well you may not be the right person for the programmer. The you may you may not be the programmer that we need, yeah. right? <laughs> Because we want people who are in love with what they do. Right. So.
2: Well, Uh, real quick, um, Annette, do you like your job? Yeah. All right. Come work at harmonics. (laughs) You're
1: 55 minutes late. You're
4: fired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) James Hetfield, any last job advice? No. No.
4: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is the dumbest show. I I figured Nick was here. He hasn't had a chance to say much. This is a terrible inspiration for people. We're like, make sure you're really qualified and thoughtful (laughs) and considerate. And then listen and then to listen one to watch, person yeah. struggle desperately against five idiots for an hour, <laughs> she, all trying you have to, to do, describe how real professional people do their You just have jobs. to
2: trick Emily long enough that she hires you. Yeah, yes. And then once you're here, I anything goes. So gullible.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or wait till she's sick and then try to get hired while she's out. <laughs> that's my. That's always my goal.
0: All right. So uh, while we have a couple minutes, um, let's talk about next week's DLC for let's Rock Band. Uh, this wow. is actually pretty awesome. Uh, it is a Rage Against the Machine three pack. Ba-do, yep. So we've got Bomb Track, which has a pro guitar and bass upgrade. <laughs> Killing in the Name, which uh, is probably my favorite Rage Against the Machine so track. So heavy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sleep Now in the Fire. Yes. Which is also a great song. Some great
4: Tom Morello weird guitar notes in that song. Tom Morello really took guitar from my guitar teacher in Chicago. What? Yeah, you
2: should give it back.
4: Wow. He took guitar lessons. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, you were speaking and breathing, oh. so I assumed you were being. Hey, Ouch. 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 Yeah.
0: Ooh.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Okay, old
0: sad.
2: man. Yeah.
0: So, that's exciting. Raging Against the Machine was one of my favorite bands in high school. Uh, good stuff.
4: And we'll be running a preview on Monday.
0: Yep. yep. People should start tuning into those weekly live, live stream previews. On we'll show six, you the charts. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep.
4: Twitch.tv
0: slash harmonics Music. That's us. Branding. Emily, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks, Anytime.
0: Emily. Oh, wow. Annette has an announcement. Oh, is that why you wow.
1: stumbled this over here an hour why late? why
3: I was 55 minutes Upset late.
4: exclamation point.
3: So, what happens? Big stuff. It's Nick. a big day. Yeah,
4: Nick, feel free to ride the faders on this. She's My bad. Screaming <laughs> My bad, Nick. Take. I'm sorry.
3: A lot of coffee today. Big day. Ninjas... Unlocked in Dance Central 2, so play as Awesome Ninjas. Go check out your game. It is super cool. You guys have been asking for it. It's there now. To
4: be more explicit... or maybe There's ninjas it. in your game yeah. There's ninjas in your game oh if you're, God, what, what happens? Hold then. on If you're a user of Dance Central 2 and you're connected to <laughs> Xbox Live there should be an automatic update pushed out for the Dance Central servers to unlock the ninjas as playable characters within your game Go to character select and scroll to the bottom to select ninjas and dance as ninjas I kind of like there's ninjas there's in ninjas your game
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would be more likely to run to my game if someone just yelled Yeah ninjas. and then you'd
4: stare at it and go what do I do?
3: So and you then you put the game And in. then you the Xbox Live. Okay, so they connected to this, the internet. And that, what happened
0: for this to be unlocked?
3: Facebook app. So in case you guys missed <laughs> all of the messages that went out over the last few months, <laughs> there is the Dance <laughs> Central 2 Challenge app on Facebook that we encouraged you all to install over the last few months. So you there all told your friends. Yeah. And you guys are super awesome. We got your friends to install and we're challenging each Thousands other. Thousands of you. So because of you, the community is awesome, we gave them a the reward. So, you guys wow. get an awesome so nice. unlocking yeah. your game. So, go check out your game tonight. Make sure you're you're connected to Xbox Live. And there will be ninjas in there. That's like magic.
4: I don't want Jesse getting support emails being like, <laughs> I don't have ninjas. My console's in a closet. <laughs> you have to be connected
3: to the internet, it won't just be zapped uh. to your. Your game. No zapping. No, no zapping.
4: Thank you guys, though. Yeah, so go, but keep installing that app. If you don't know what we're talking about for the Dance Central app, you can go to slash harmonicsmusic. There's a preview video of the Dance Central Facebook app that Annette did, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go there. Super
3: awesome. Also, update to dancecentral.com today. Oh, yeah. Which crew are you? So, if you guys check out the top of dancecentral.com's homepage, you will see a drop down box where you can pick your crew, you can pick your favorite character to be the star of all of the web pages on dancecentral.com. There are ninjas in your browser. <laughs> there are ninjas in your browser. No, are there, there are actually ninjas in, ninjas oh, yeah, in yeah, your browser.
4: You so. <laughs> this has been your podcast bomb featuring Annette <laughs> <Yeah. the laughs> as she swoops <laughs> in to drop a bunch of DC knowledge. Kind of like a ninja. Maybe, <laughs> I swoop
3: in like a ninja.
1: Maybe you should have arrived 10 minutes, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Well, my
0: life. that's great. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Emily, thank you for coming Thanks, and sharing uh, sharing your job knowledge. Thanks for playing. Uh, thank you to James Hetfield for uh, being here. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah. Dropped
4: That'll be the fifth thing you say on the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Nick was here as well. Nick Chester. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you on the live stream on Monday.
4: Bye-bye.